Charlene, and you're listening to Charlene Pirate Radio. And once again, I'm doing my daily commute home. Yeah. So, alright. I'm going to start off this episode with some, some of the most depressing crap I've heard this week. And then, well, by the time we're done, I'm going to hope I can be uplifting instead of just a complete downer. Alright, so the most depressing thing I've heard this week is that, well, if you didn't know, there's a war in Syria. Okay? Big, nasty thing that's been going on for what seems like a long time, and by a long time, more than five years. I don't really remember when it started. In fact, I'm not even sure I could tell you. Anything aside from what I know through Democracy Now! And I can tell you that I've been listening to that for quite a long time. And it's... Well, it's depressing because it's been just happening too dang much. Alright, so... The most depressing thing I've heard this week is that... Not only are other governments violating... Basic... Um... International law where we don't bomb citizens... Or anything... But... So, on top of doing that, they've been displacing these citizens into other places to live that are not actual structures anymore because they were sleeping in schools and other places where they could find shelter, but now that's all being bombed to bits. So, not only are kids living on education and what housing they can find, they're being forced to now live in tents and open areas when it's winter. And it's freezing cold. And you know, that's depressing because I think about that. I think about how I'm going home in my very well-to-do vehicle in comparison to what they have. I'm thinking about how I'm going to go home to a place that has even, you know, it's just a wood stove. But I'm going to get to go home to that. And it's going to be heated. It's going to be lovely. And I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to feel refreshed. And it's going to be, you know, great for me. And the fact that I'll wake up and my daughter's going to be just a bright little ray of sunshine and she's going to do something really cool that I can't expect yet. And then there we go, right? So, the fact that there are kids being displaced into the freezing cold left to die really depresses me. Like, I'm not depressed, I'm just really upset. Depressed is not the right word. Upset, however, is the damned is the word that needs to be said. I'm upset. I'm... I'm to the point where I wish I had more power. More money to throw at this problem. Because... This is messed up, man. Like, you think about this. This is horrible. We're... I mean, and, and, and we're indirectly aiding that. By giving, uh, Saudi Arabia... Uh, well, no, wait, that's Yemen. Saudi Arabia bonding Yemen. Bombing Yemen with our weapons. I'm sorry. Wrong country, same problem. Uh, but my actual point here is that there are kids, women, children, men included. I mean, the news report likes to focus on the women and the children, but I just want to point out that that's not really fair because men are involved just as much. Well, maybe not to the same percentage, but... They're involved and they're being forced to suffer as well and we should not discount that. But this is why I'm upset, okay? We're basically telling those other countries out there that are bombing the shit out of each other 
and we as one of the most powerful countries in the world aren't even attempting to diplomatically solve the crisis here's my point if we took even a quarter of what we threw at the military and diverted it to political you know, to diplomacy efforts to get these countries to sit around the table and stop bombing each other that would be great but we're not so so you know for, for what it's worth if we are the biggest baddest country in the world we're sure as hell not doing a good job of being that country we're not being the world leader that everyone that that that, that, that some people seem to think we're being if we're being a true world leader that doesn't mean we sell bombs to Saudi Arabia so they can bomb another country that doesn't mean we fail to be diplomatic and helping and getting other countries to sit around the table and do the right thing. This is this is the time where, in Star Trek terminology, this is where this is this is the moment where Captain Picard needs to be sitting around the table with Riker and Data and getting and all three of them fitting in the same space as the leaders of these other countries or in the Star Trek planets and getting them to not fight anymore. That's what we need to be doing. But we're not, and, well, quite frankly, it's disturbing and upsetting. So, alright, so that's the really depressing crap of the week. Um, I'm cliff noting that because I don't need to rehash it. If you really want to go dig deep into the weeds about these things, there's a plethora. I recommend listening to Democracy Now!, um, the Friday episode... Uh, February 27th, year 2020. That episode gives a pretty good summary of what's going on at this point in time. Which, speaking of which, I forgot to tell you what time it is. It is, oh my god, o'clock. It's, um, 8.10 p.m. my time. Which, translation is 1.10 in the morning, Greenwich, meantime. I do want to apologize. I said Greenwich last time. What the hell's wrong with me? I know it's Greenwich meantime. I'm in I'm a tweet. So anyway, um, it's 110 Greenwich mean time, which means it's 810 my time. Thank the Lord for daylight savings time, not. So anyway, um Alright. Well, so in good news, this week's not been too bad at work. i I mean we've gotten things done. We had a snow day which allowed us to take care of a few things we've needed to wrap up, so there's that. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of one more global positive thing, but right now there's a lot of negative things. Um, coronavirus is spreading a little bit more. I suppose the positive thing is more regional to me. Um, the state of Illinois actually has a plan on what they're going to do about the coronavirus, also known as COVID-19. Well, there's that. I mean, you know, they've at least got a plan, and they're kind of bucking the federal government trend of all data about the coronavirus must be fed through the federal government task force. They kind of made their own document and said, here you go, and it actually has some sense to it, so there's that. Um, well, okay, I'm going to focus on the one really good thing that everyone can kind of relate to, I hope. We all didn't wake up to World War Three today. I know some places, like I just mentioned Syria and Yemen, they're not waking up to a good day. But, as on the whole, a lot of us are. So, I'm going to take solace in the fact and comfort in the fact that some of us are doing alright. 
But that doesn't go with that. But it, but it doesn't go without saying. I have to say this for those that aren't. I'm thinking about you. So here's to hoping that tomorrow wakes up a little better for you. Um. Alright. So musically, I recently listened to the new Green Day record. It clocks in at under 30 minutes, and I believe it's 10 tracks long. Uh, here, let me, let me check. Added. Sorry for the long pause, I'll see if I can edit that out. Uh, yep, 10 track deep, averages 26 minutes, which means <laughs> there's some tracks that are less than two minutes long to get it down into that range and I tell you something it's not a bad album um it's not it's not American Idiot it's not 21st Century Breakdown but it's an alright album I mean I think I think really I gotta look at the lyrics to really understand this album because it's supposed to be um in, in the words of one of the other reviewers they basically said this album is what Green Day would do in a Trump era. Well, yeah, but I, I also question, like, how good is the album? Kind of like how Uno, Dos, and Tres as albums were collectively alright, but Uno was, like, the best of the three, and the other two, I could take them or leave them. Okay, actually, alright, so I'm gonna segue into my Guns N' Roses thing for a second. So, on my introductory episode, I said I would explain my I would explain why I call Guns N' Roses one of my favorite uh, groups of all time. But there's a caveat: the only good album they made was Appetite for Destruction. I'm segueing into this for the simple fact that that Use Your Illusions one and two could have been condensed down to one album, and it would have been a great kick-ass rock album. Okay, great kick-ass rock album. If they could dump it into just one album. They could have structured it like Appetite for Destruction with maybe one or two ballads, right? They could have done November Rain and one of the other slow songs. And then they could have easily done Civil War, uh, You Could Be Mine, let's see, Locomotive. Uh, I'm actually having a hard time coming up with other songs that I like, but... That's my point though, right? The two albums as a whole, not really worth my attention. But if you were to condense them, you'd probably get a really good album that would actually be worth my attention. And you know what? I think before the next show, I'll probably go ahead and make up a playlist that is a combined version of the two albums, and I'll call that my ideal Use Your Illusion album, and then we'll just leave it at that. But, okay, so after Use Your Illusion, they did the Spaghetti Incident, which I don't get. That's a sh- whatever. Crappy covers album, fine. And also, by the way, that's, the shenan- that, that's part of the shenanigans that got Steven Adler kicked out of the band. And I'll go into that at a later date. Because I'm not going to give you the whole GNR spiel right now. Tiny Democracy, I bought it on vinyl because I was going through a vinyl kick. And Best Buy had a copy of it. And it actually cost less to get it off the shelf with my employee discount than it is sitting on the shelf. So, hey, what do you know? What do you say? Um, so, ah, Jesus. That, wait, no, I stand corrected, it didn't cost less, it cost more because we were selling it at cost, and our employee discount was like 10% above cost or something like that, it was some kind of weird discount thing like that, 
So because it, if it would actually cost me more to buy it on my discount, so I bought it without my discount. Anyway, point being is that album <sighs> took too long to make, a complete ridiculous farce, and the only good song on that album, in my opinion, is better. That's it. And yeah. So anyway, so that's the caveat about GNR is I really love Appetite for Destruction. I GNR lies. Great compilation record of the uh, four demo tracks and then the additional four tracks of uh, the flip side, which include Patience and uh, One in a Million, the very controversial tune that says a lot of nasty shite. Anyway, so that's my caveat about GNR. Alright, so back to Green Day. Now that I'm segueing, I'm going back to that subject. Um, Green Day, new album, decent album. First listen, without really paying attention too much to the lyrics, I was out during DoorDash the night I listened to it, I, I would give it, there's 10 tracks, but I'm going to steal the Rock and Roll Geek scoring system, kinda. I'm going to say I give it, mm, probably an 8 out of 10. Like, first listen, not an album that I could play all the way through without skipping. There are tracks I would skip. First listen, though. It, might, it could grow on me. Especially if I pay attention to a lyric next time. Um, okay. So, right, so there's the politics. There's the, I covered my week in loose terms. There's the music segment. You know what? I'm just going to make this a really short episode today because, frankly, I just, you know, I just want to, I just want to chillax for the rest of my ride home. And I kind of want, and I kind of covered the depressing subject of the day, which is the Syrian crisis. Um, I doubt anyone's really going to hear this, but you know what? If anyone important hears this, hey, you know, I, we need to do something. We, we really do. We've got to do something about people being forced down to the freezing cold and left to die. That, that's not okay. I mean, it, it's one thing to bomb militants and acts of, actual acts of war striking military officials and soldiers and stuff, that's one thing, but to bomb civilians, that, that's beyond the pale. That's repug- uh, to, to quote someone on democracy now, that's repugnant. So, um, yeah. Um, in that sense, though, I would say track of the week. Alright, track of the week, or track of this episode, the, the track that we should all use to, pontif- to, to pontificate a are upon Civil War by Guns N' Roses off of the Use Your Illusion double album. The only track that has Steven Adler on drums for that entire for that entire double record. The rest of it's Matt Thorne. So anyway, that's the track I suggest we listen to and we think about you know, we and we think about what's going on and we and, and, and maybe we try to come up with ways to solve some of these problems democratically or diplomatically not even democratically diplomatically because you know hey we gotta start somewhere right alright peace everybody